SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hour number two of our two-hour extravaganza. Yours truly, Scott Wetzel, sitting in, taking you right up until 7 a.m. Eastern time, as we always do, Monday through Friday, 844-843-6879, our toll-free telephone number. Follow me on Twitter. Send a tweet at Opposite Picks. we got our poll question up there. Where should Julio Jones be traded to? Uh, get your vote in. We'll update that a couple times before we are through. And then if you want to send an email, go to the website, OppositePicks.com. Hit the contact, Scott icon, and fire away. Little YouTube chat as well. Busy, busy night last night, even busier tonight. NBA last night, you got two blowouts. Denver uh, beating up on Portland, 128-109, to even in the series at a game apiece. Joker with 38. Damian Lillard had 42 in the losing cause for uh, for the uh, Jailblazers, who really had a chance to put a stranglehold on this series, winning the first two games in Denver, but not only didn't they win, obviously they didn't cover and they got blown out. Uh, trailed by double digits at the half. Never made any kind of serious, serious run. And Denver wins it going away, winning by 19. As bad as that one was, it was even worse in the first game of the night. Milwaukee burning the Heat 132-98. Uh, the Greek freak was really not Greek. 31 points. Jimmy Butler, who thinks he's an all-star, uh, he was a dog last night. Uh, 10 lousy points. Had a minus 34 plus minus rating. Took only 10 shots in 30 plus minutes of play. <clears throat> I, I don't know how you, in a game two NBA uh, playoff game, in which uh, you know you lost game one and he doesn't show up. I, I just it's inexplicable. I, I I don't know how do you explain that. You know, again, especially for a guy who's called out his teammates numerous times this year. You know, the one guy you thought you could count on is Butler, and you know you're getting a sense of maybe why he's bounced around the league here a little bit. He always wants to blame the opposing, you know, the coach <clears throat> or his teammates don't want to win, and this and that and. Boy, just two dog games, just just absolute dog games. I think it does create a good betting opportunity for a game three down in Miami, uh, you know, uh, tomorrow, or maybe they play on uh, Thursday, but I think it's tomorrow. But, you know, for now, if, if you played Miami as I did uh, last night, then uh, you were a loser. On the ice last night, by the way, favorites, so both favorites won, and both games ended up going over. Uh, on the ice last night, Islanders beat the, the Pittsburgh Penguins 3-2 in double overtime as Josh Bailey scores less than a minute into the second extra session when the Pittsburgh goalie gave up the puck at his own end, just tried, I don't know what he was trying to do, flip it down the center of the ice. There was nothing but Islanders all over the place. Bailey gets the puck, and he, uh, you know, it ends up beating Jerry, and the Islanders win 3-2. They take a 3-2 series lead. Uh, Sorokin with 48 saves in the nets for the Islanders. Crosby uh, did have one assist, but again, another no-nothing no game from Sid the Kid. Who at 33 may be showing signs that it's uh, nearing the end. He's had one goal and one assist in five games in, in a relatively high scoring series, uh, all things considered. You know, Winnipeg beat Edmonton 4 3 in triple overtime. They sweep the series' longest game in Jets history. Kyle Connor with the game winner. Third straight game between the two that went to overtime. Uh, and Winnipeg with a surprise win as they take it uh, four zip. Still can't believe that. 
Uh, Florida avoided elimination, beating Tampa Bay as they cut the Lightning lead to three to two. They win it four one. Minnesota shocked Las Vegas. Oh no, not us! As we had uh, Minnesota yesterday, the Wild. I told you they would win. Beat Las Vegas four two. They avoid elimination. They cut the uh, Golden Knights series lead to three games to two. Hour number two of our little two hour extravaganza on this Tuesday was welcoming our full audience, running down the NHL, NBA. Did that too much into baseball yesterday. But, um, you know, it was a limited schedule. The one thing I, I will say is uh, Tampa Bay did it again. Boy, uh, 10, uh, excuse me, 11 straight wins now for the Devil Dogs. 11 in a row. Keep betting those streaks, right? I tell you that. Although I must, you know, to be honest, as we always are, most streaks did come to an end yesterday. When you look at baseball, all right, Tampa Bay had won 10 in a row. They beat Toronto, win. San Diego had won nine in a row. They lose to Milwaukee. Uh, Seattle had lost six in a row. They beat Oakland. Uh, Baltimore had lost six in a row. They beat Minnesota. They did lose to Minnesota. That was a loser. Um, we played a little hunch on uh, the White Sox, you know, maybe losing with home run gate. They were down one nothing to St. Louis in the sixth inning, but they do rally. They beat the Cardinals 5-1, uh, to one. so that one came to an end as well. So you got a couple of more that are in play today. The Dodgers have won seven in a row. They're making a series in uh, Houston against the Astros. Interesting. It'll see how that kind of plays itself out, right? We had Dodgers-Astros number one in L.A., uh, what was that, a week and a half or so ago with all the signs and the booing and everything. Now it's Dodgers-Astros number two, but this time in Houston. A little different reaction, I'm sure, from the Astro fans than what we got from the Dodger fans. But uh, L.A. has won seven in a row. Good pitching matchup tonight, uh, Kershaw against uh, Zach Granke. And then the uh, the Yankees have won six in a row. Uh, They're back in action tonight. Arizona's lost eight in a row. They're back in action tonight. And then you still got Tampa Bay. They begin a series um, so you got a, a few more streaks. So you ride these streaks out and see how well uh, they do or don't do. But uh, as I told you yesterday, I like to take the thinking out of this stuff. And if I get a decent little streak, then you know what? Uh, why not? Our baseball plays, we had two of them yesterday. We lost with the Mets. Mets lost to Colorado. Boy, you know, sometimes you just sit back and you say, why? The Mets were only a minus 125 favorite yesterday against Colorado. Um, Gomber versus Peterson. I mean, both stink. Mets are eleven and five at home. The Rockies were two and seventeen on the road, and yet they were basically pick them. And lo and behold, they win. How did they know? I don't know. More baseball, hockey, basketball talk next, right here, Sports Grid Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Laddie, it's an eye and deep to center, and this is a long one. Over the hitter's eye in deep center field. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. 
That's the good news for Vlad Guerrero and Blue Jay fans. Uh, the bad news is uh, they lost 14-8 to in 11 innings, no less. They did rally from 5-0 down earlier, but the Devil Dogs score 7 in the 11th, uh, and they win it 14-8 to as they get their 11th straight win. How about that? They take on uh, Kansas City later on tonight. So, you know, if you, if you just want to project it out from Tampa Bay, you know, it's always fun to do this stuff. Uh, Blue Jays, by the way, radio network there uh, with the call. If you look at who they're playing next, you know, they got Kansas City at home. Then they got uh, two games set against uh, the Phillies before they go on the road and take on uh, the Stankies. So they got a chance over the next five days. They could stretch this thing out to maybe a 15-16 game win streak, all things considered. Uh, that That's, you know, for a team that was 19-19, uh, and 19, had lost four of five. It's amazing how things just turn around, right? I mean, playing lousy baseball or mediocre baseball anyway was Tampa Bay. And, uh, you know, they win the last game of the series against the Stankies, and they, they sweep a series against the Mets, then they get Baltimore, they sweep that. All of a sudden they sweep Toronto, and bing, bang, boom, uh, you're sitting on an 11-game win streak. Uh, it's amazing, like I said, how things turn around so quickly. And now they start a three-game set against Kansas City. Not bad uh, for them to be able to uh, keep this thing rolling, if you will. If you will. Uh, so our baseball plays yesterday. Uh, we had the Mets. They lost to Colorado. Yeah, how, how, you know, how do you figure that? Mets got a terrific home record. The Rockies are 2-17 and 17 on the road. Now, I know they just came, are coming off a home sweep of Arizona, but still 2-17 and 17 on the road is 2-17. And, and the Mets are only a minus-125 favorite, and they lose 3-2. to two. Amazing. Played a little hunch on St. Louis. We're going to play those two games and teams all series long, Mets and St. Louis. So we got them later on today. Then we're going to throw San Diego in at Milwaukee. Even though they lost last night, I, I still think the Padres playing pretty good baseball. Their nine-game winning streak came to an end, but I'll take them the rest of the way in this series. And uh, we'll, you know, we'll grab the Texas Rangers plus one thirty-five against the Angels. We'll play the Rangers uh, all series long as well. They should be uh, slight dogs, and they're you know pretty good-sized dogs tonight. And I don't think that Angel team deserves to be that big a favorite over anybody. Uh, our regular plays, anti-Stanky. Uh, they were off yesterday. We're going to go against them with, with Toronto today. Uh, against Boston, they were off yesterday. So we're going to go with the, the Braves at, at Pickham, basically at Fenway Park. Uh, we won with Miami. We play them. They're taking on the Phils again today. And then we uh, are going to go. Uh, we're not going to play Kansas City since um, they take on Tampa Bay. And win streaks and losing streaks trump all other systems. So I'll keep track of it, but I, I would not play them. I'm not betting against a team that uh, has won 11 in a row. No way, no how. You got the uh, – the, um, News about Julio Jones, you know, he, he went on uh, Fox Sports, not ESPN, but he went on Fox Sports yesterday. Uh, the, you know, dopey, uh, you know, Shannon Sharp, he calls him up, right, which is great. You know, he's an NFL Every once in a while you forget, okay, he's an NFL player. He probably knows these guys. So they get him on the air. He tells them he's out of there, meaning out of Atlanta. And then they throw this dopey little thing. How about the Dallas Cowgirls, right? He's, he says, no, I'm not going to Dallas. And then basically Sharp can't hang up the phone enough. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, you have a guy on the phone who tells you he's leaving Atlanta. His words, I'm out of there, says I'm not going to Dallas. I mean, I don't know. I'd keep him on the phone a little bit longer and pump him for as much money as possible, right? I mean, money meaning information. I mean, if he says, okay, he's out of Atlanta, where where is he going then? You know, if, if it's not Dallas, how do you know it's not Dallas? You, you don't control where you can be traded. Where do you want to be traded? I don't know. Here's the next question that Shannon could ask. Where do you want to go if it's not Dallas? 
You know, he did say that he wants to go to a winner. Well, give me some teams. Who can we look out for? Who are you eliminating? How bad are things with you in Atlanta? What do you think about Matt Ryan? Is he over the hill? You know, any, I mean, you could ask a gazillion questions, and there's dopey Shannon Sharp who's trying to hang up the phone on the guy. The guy on the phone is trying to give you information, and you're trying to hang up on him. Well, that's why athletes shouldn't be in our business. I'm sorry. We shouldn't be on the playing field, and you shouldn't be behind the microphone. Man, if that was, if, if that was any real reporter, they would be getting crucified, as Shannon Sharp should. I mean, that was a horrible job. I mean, just a horrible job. You got a guy telling you that he is out of there. He wants out of his current situation. The whole world knows the Falcons are, uh, you know, accepting trade offers, and you don't pump that guy from information? No, because he's too concerned about being friends with him. And he even said, you know where I'm going. You you know, he said it. If, if you listen to that uh, phone conversation, it's tough to listen to uh, because the clarity is not very good. But he did say in there, like, oh, no, no, you know where I'm going. You know what the deal is. So, you know, there's there Shannon Sharp, you know, sitting on information. <clears throat> Make up your mind. You want to be a former athlete or you want to be a reporter? Or not really a reporter, but just, you know, an analyst or host or whatever you want to describe yourself as very weak but he wants out clearly falcons are willing to listen clearly four-letter network says that they're asking for a number one and you know what I, I, i'd be all over that if i was the team is that all you want is the number one i found the falcons i'm asking for two number ones now he is 32 i get that he does make a lot of money i get that but who does it in the nfl Bottom line is you got him under contract for two more years, so it's not like he's going to be a pending free agent. He's going to make $15 million this year, which all things considered, you know, for a big-time wide receiver is not that much. Um, he's actually got three more years. He's got this year. He's got next year. Uh, they could get out without too much of a, a, a cap hit if they wanted to. But he's under contract for three more seasons at 15-3, 11-5, and 11-5. Again, that's not that bad. That, that, that's really not that bad. Cap hit, you know, I don't worry about cap hits. I, I really don't. You know, I'm a big believer in where there's a will, there's a way. You know, with the Falcons, I, I don't know how these numbers would change, but with the Falcons, it's $23 million this year, 19 the following year, and 19 the following year. I, I don't know if they could extend that, lower that. You know, again, that's all you'd have to do. You know, you could give him a new contract. He, he's He's 32. You know, do you want to, you know, extend him out even further than that? You could as long as it's not guaranteed money. It all depends how bad he wants out, right? Uh, the Falcons could go to Julio Jones and say, listen, I can make a trade for you. I can send you to Seattle, but they can't afford $19 million on their cap. You're going to have to sign an extension, but they're not going to give you any more guaranteed money. But you got to sign an extension so we can lower that cap hit to around $10 million. Do you want to go, yes or no? And, and then it'll go up to, to Julio to be able to say yes or no on that. Um, but where there's a will, there's a way. Don't let, well, this team can't afford that cap hit be the reason why a team doesn't trade for him. These GMs are smart. They can get it done. They, they really can. I would not forget a number one. I would not take a number one for him. I want two number ones. He's a big-time wide receiver. Personally, I think he's overrated. Or the Falcons never used him the right way. You pick and choose which one you like. But... um you you want to you know what better scenario would be Green Bay, right? I, honestly, if you want to really make amends with Aaron Rodgers, 
wouldn't that be the perfect landing spot? You know, we didn't get your wide receiver again this year. We drafted a quarterback two years ago. You're all pissed off, but you know what? We want to be able to show you we really do care about winning. We're going to get you Julio Jones. Same thing with Seattle, you know. Um, you know I, the other place, I, you know, I didn't put this down in our poll question, but it's not the craziest notion in the world. How about with Jacksonville? You want to get Trevor Lawrence off on a good note? You want to give him some serious, serious weapons? I don't know if I'd give up two number ones, but if you think you're like kind of becoming a win-now team, it's not the craziest thing in the world. More coming up. Opposite picks on a Tuesday morning. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. We're everywhere. Radio, the internet, TV, satellite, and our mobile app. We make it easy. Like, real easy. In fact, if you're not listening, it's you. It's always you. Slacker. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. Not put up a three tonight. Of course, three is not his forte. Down low they go. What a pass. As DiVincenzo lasers one inside for Giannis Antetokounmpo. Oh, look at the shifty moves. And oh, he just zigzags up and got that shot to drop. A beauty right there for Holiday. It has got to be a career high for Dwayne Dedden and 17 points on six rebounds in the playoffs. Connaughton with a 16-3 by Milwaukee tonight. Connaughton will save it as he gyrates on that baseline. And now the drive by Holiday. The kick out to Portis for three. Two in a row and 17 for the game. But this is a slow start. And they had to dig their way out as Forbes puts in a three and knocks it in. Hunter Takumbo tonight has gone one of seven from three. Made his first one, right? He did. Here he comes as they get the ball as Miami was going the other way. And Giannis now at 29. Matt TNT there with the call as... Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks do, in fact, blow out the uh, Miami Heat yesterday by 30-plus points as they take a commanding 2-0 series lead. So we got three more NBA games today. I tell you, I, I do like uh, you know the favorites in all of them. Uh, Brooklyn, 9.5 over the Celtics. That line jumped from 8 in game number 1 to 9.5. And, and really, when you think about it, as we'll do in our opposite picks here, I mean, Brooklyn played for a quarter in game number 1, and they still won by double digits. I mean, they literally, they, they stunk out the joint for the first half. Uh, they played a little bit better in the third quarter, and they really only played one quarter, and they still won going away. I can't help but think they're going to put forth a much, much better effort. You know, the big three have only played nine games now, so I'm assuming that as each game goes by, they're going to get better and better. Uh, it's hard. Now, listen, nine and a half is tough. You can be leading by 15 with a minute left and, and the subs are in and uh, Brooklyn, uh, you know, gives up a couple of, oh, by the way, threes and you only win by nine and not covers. So, but I'll take my chances. I, I do like the Nets in that one over under is 227, but they went way, way, way under game number one. 
I don't know if that's going to be the case again. But, you know, the, the Nets team was a strange team. Boy, when they want to fly up and down the court, they'll fly up and down the court. But they have played some lower-scoring games for some particular reason. So I don't have a good read on that one. The only thing I do don't know is when you have the over and these guys are walking the ball up the court, oh, that's a frustrating thing. That, that's a frustrating thing. Um, I don't know if that's more frustrating than if you have the under and the guys are flying up and down the court, but generally speaking, no defense is played in the NBA. So if you bet it under and it doesn't come through, you really can't blame anybody but uh, yourself. Lakers laying two now, at least on FanDuel, uh, at Phoenix. Uh, Over-under is 209. I think there'll be more points in this game. You know, it was 99-90, game number one. LeBron hurt, Chris Paul hurt, a little feeling out process. Uh, Lakers, historically, you know, last year when they won the championship, they lost game number one to uh, Phoenix in the, or to uh, Portland in the first round. They lost game number one to the Rockets uh, in, in the second round. So they've been known to throw an egg at you in game number one. But game number two, they generally bounce back. Uh, the 209 is a low number for an NBA game in 2021. But I'd love to see the Suns take a 2 nothing series lead. I would really love to see that. But will it happen? I don't know. I, I You know, uh, if, if the Suns didn't get the Lakers' attention after game number one, they never will. So I, I kind of like the Lakers, to tell you the truth. I hate to say it. but And then the Clippers, as we spoke in uh, hour number one, they're laying now six and a half uh, on FanDuel anyway against Dallas. They're in that proverbial spot. The favorite loses game one. And now they have game number two on their home court. They know they can't fall two zip down, losing the first two games at home. Uh, you're, it's a veteran team. You're going to get a monster, 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 monster effort out of the Clippers tonight. System-wise, LA is the play. Uh, Over-under is a 217. I think that's a pretty modest number as well. I, I tell you, I, generally speaking, I like the favorites and I like the overs tonight, uh, with the exception being the Nets, the 227. I don't know about that one. But uh, I do think there's going to be more points in that Suns-Lakers game, and I think there's going to be more points in the Clippers-Mavericks game as well. You had some crazy, crazy games last year. More modest game number one. But Clippers didn't play well at all. Um, you know, So I'm expecting them to hit 120 points versus although the, the Clippers down the stretch were an under team uh, last couple of games aside when they weren't playing their regular guys but they went through a stretch where they were 10 and 2 under their last 12 games so maybe you know under is the play but I, I still you know 217 I'll take my chances uh, that that goes over so you got three NBA games first one starts at 740 Unfortunately, it is what it is. You know, the Phoenix in L.A., so uh, they got to start those 7.30 or so local time. So Lakers-Suns will start just after 10 o'clock, and then Clippers-Mavs will start at 10.40. So they did a pretty good job of staggering those. But uh, on the East Coast, anyway, uh, you got the one game, uh, Boston and uh, Brooklyn, starting at 7.40 Eastern time. NHL, you, you only got the two games uh, tonight. So they kind of flip-flop with, with the uh, – uh, NBA like last night, the NHL big night last night, and uh, tonight uh, the NHL only has two games. Toronto and Montreal starts at 7.30. Carolina-Nashville starts at 8 o'clock, so staggered a little bit. Montreal trying to even a series against Toronto at home, and uh, they're a nice plus-150 underdog. Over-under is 5.5. 
And uh, Carolina uh, with a series tied at two, whopping minus 190 favorite over Nashville. Can't do that. Over under there is five and a half. By the way, our, our numbers with our um, elimination games, that's one of the systems we like to play, is uh, three and two overs. So I like going over in these hockey elimination games outside of game sevens when things are really tight to the vest because no one wants to make any mistakes. So those games generally go under. But other elimination games, whether it's game four, five, or six, I I love playing the over because if the team is trailing that happens to be down in the series, they just never give up. You're capable of getting a couple of uh, empty net goals, which generally pushes the game to over. So last night we had two of those situations occur. Really, three elimination games. Two went over, one went under. So uh, three and two so far this uh, postseason when it comes to stuff like that. All right, our pyramid plays. Where are we going to go today? Well, first up, NBA yesterday. Our best play was Denver laying a point and a half. That was a winner. We're now 34-21, and 21, our NBA play of the day. Props, Porter Jr., he only had 18 points, so that went under. Uh, we're stagnant with our NBA props at 24-25. and 25. NHL, we had Tampa Bay as our best hockey play. I, I can't believe – well – it wasn't that great of a, you know, uh, I'm not that that surprised. I didn't love, love, love Tampa Bay, but I did think they were going to win. So that was a loser. So we're now 33 up, 25 down uh, with a, a money line of minus 85. Our props, Sidney Crosby over two and a half shots on goal. He had three. That was the winner. Our NHL prop numbers, 32 and 15 uh, for the season with three pushes for plus 1,560. Our baseball play of the day had Tampa Bay over Toronto. That was a winner. We're now plus 125 on that. Our WNBA play was over 168.5. Dallas and Liberty, we won on that one. As we spoke about earlier, they scored 10 points in the final minute. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Uh, so we get the uh, the backdoor cover there, if you will. Eight and one. So what are we doing today? Uh, best NBA play? I, I, you know, I, I tell you, I like all of them, but let's let's, let's put the Wetzel Black Cloud on the Lakers. Uh, give me the Lakers minus two at the Phoenix Suns. Of course, our luck, they'll win by one, and we'll all end up losers. Uh, but well, I'll, I'll take my chances. So um, give me the Lakers laying two against Phoenix. Are they going to fall behind two zip? Like I said, I hope so, but I got to see it to believe it. Hockey? Uh, I, you know, I like Carolina, but I'm not laying a buck 90. I, I can't do that. I will go over five and a half Nashville, Carolina, though. We've had some uh, goals scored in this series, and I don't think that's going to change uh, tonight, even in a pivotal game five. So I'll take my chances. We get six goals. Props, we only got the two games, so not that much to choose from tonight, but I do like uh, Dougie Hamilton. He's been good to us. He's hit three of the four games. The other game was a push, so over three shots on goal, Doug Hamilton. Baseball, don't make it harder than it has to be. Uh, let's go with Tampa Bay. They're laying a buck seventy against Kansas City. They've won 11 in a row. Royals stink, mediocre anyway. They had broken out of a, a recent funk here that they won six of their last eight, but it's it's still can't or uh, seven, uh, five of their last seven. It's still Kansas City and and Tampa Bay's won eleven in a row. It doesn't matter who they're playing. So let's go with uh, the Devil Dogs to keep it rolling. WNBA, the lines aren't out on FanDuel yet. Let me go to uh, one other site that every once in a while, shame on me, I'll actually uh, pick and choose and see if that's uh, up there. Let me see. Um, some of these secondary sports, they you know wait a little bit, let the line settle in. Although FanDuel's pretty good. If it's out there, they generally have it posted. 
But, uh, yeah, no one hasn't posted yet for the WNBA. But here's what we're going to do. Um, I do like the over in Chicago-Atlanta. I'm guessing that's going to be right around 160, 162, 3, 4. So uh, Chicago, the Sky are an over team. So over Chicago and Atlanta. And then if we're only going to play one, we're going to go with uh, the Lakers minus the one and a half. Let's put the whammy on the Lakers. Let me see them go down two games to none. Oh, that would be a beautiful thing. All right, our 16 parlay. Uh, parlay number 28, our WNBA parlay. We're 2-0. and We're going to go over Chicago-Atlanta. I don't like putting in uh, these parlays lines when we don't know what they are, but I have a general idea what it'll be. It'll, it'll be in the 160s, and like I said, Chicago is an over team. So we're going to add on. We're going to try and go 3-0 and in our all-WNBA six-club parlay with over Chicago-Atlanta. And then in uh, our second one, which we hit with Denver last night, we're going to put the Lakers in there. Why not? Uh, Laying the two points against Phoenix. All right, opposite picks coming up next right here at Sportsman Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Yeah, LLs know what that music means. Time to take out your pad and pencils and get set for the fastest and, more importantly, most profitable five minutes in radio, Opposite Picks. What are Opposite Picks, you newbies ask? Well, we give you five, six, sometimes seven games a night, five, six, seven thousand reasons why we like one team, and then we go opposite. Why? Because despite all the stats, trends, hunches, systems, injury reports, weather reports, and everything else, nobody but nobody beats the boys in Vegas and FanDuel. We got a five-pack of winners for you tonight. We'll start in the NBA. We like Brooklyn laying nine and a half versus Boston. Annette's barely tried in game one of this series, and they still won by double digits. They will no doubt be a little bit better in game two after getting another contest under their belt. Remember, the big three has only played three games together this season. Every game figures to be a little bit better and better for them. As for the Celtics, well, they shot their load in the first three quarters of game one, and they still lost by double digits. In the words of Rick Pitino, Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, and Robert Parrish are not walking through that door, folks. This is it, and the it is not good enough to beat the Brooklyn Nets. Love Brooklyn laying less than 10 points. Give me Boston plus the nine and a half. Pick number two, Lakers laying two at Phoenix. It's been a long time since LeBron James trailed in a series two zip. Last year, they dropped games one against Portland and Houston. They won game two in those series by 23 and eight points covering both games. In fact, they didn't lose two in a row all last postseason. I'm rooting for Phoenix. I'm hoping for Phoenix to win. I'm praying for Phoenix to win, but I'm not betting on Phoenix to win. Lakers, LeBron, even the series at one with a probable double-digit victory in the Valley of the Sun. Love the Lakers that basically pick them here. Give me Phoenix plus the two. Clippers lay in six and a half versus Dallas. Pick number three. It's the world-famous zigzag system. Go with the team that lost the last game. It's a staple amongst old-timers. Not that I'm an old-timer, mind you. But I do like this system when it pertains to favorites losing in the previous game. Clippers, the favorites, they're not losing back-to-back games to the Dallas Mavericks. 
who are as an inconsistent team this year as the league ever had. One game they look great, the next game they look awful. They look great in game one, chances are they're going to lay an egg tonight. Love the Clippers laying only six and a half at home, where they were 26 and 10 straight up, 21 and 15 against the spread as well. Love the Clippers to rebound tonight and win by double digits. Give me Dallas plus the six and a half. Pick number four. We turn our attention to baseball. Uh, Tampa Bay laying a buck seventy against Kansas City. Don't mess with a good thing, folks. What do I tell you all the time? Take the thinking out of the equation when you can. It's like in sports. What does the coach tell you? Don't think, just do. Well, Tampa Bay has won 11 in a row. Now they're playing mediocre Kansas City. Keep playing the devil dogs. As you know, winners bet with streaks, losers bet against streaks. Don't be a loser. There's only one way to go. Give me Kansas City plus the buck 50, 150. Pick number five, Dodgers. Pick them at Houston. Uh, revenge time for the Dodgers, or is it revenge time for the Astros? I'm not really sure. Uh, World Series Spygate rematch part two, except this one is in Houston. A week and a half ago, it was in L.A. Astros pitches Zach Greinke on the hill for the Astros, but it did pitch for the Dodgers, although not on that 2017 team. So who has the edge there? I don't know. All I do know is... The Dodgers are back after a 4-14 funk. Uh, they have won seven in a row. Clayton Kershaw's on the hill. Uh, I don't know if he's drinking out of the fountain of youth, but he's pitched terrifically for the most part this season outside of that one awful start. I love the Dodgers. Keep playing the Dodgers again. Winners bet with streaks. Losers bet against streaks. Don't be a loser and go with Houston. Give me the Astros at Pickham. Our opposite picks. We got uh, no hockey today. Only two games. Don't really like either game laying the big odds. Uh, we do like, though, uh, Brooklyn. So the opposite pick, Boston plus 9.5 against the Nets. Suns plus 2 against the Lakers. Mavs plus 6.5 against the Clippers. Baseball, Kansas City plus 150 against Tampa Bay. And Houston pick them against the L.A. Dodgers. Opposite pick for this Tuesday, May 25th. Uh, yesterday, how did we do? Uh, we broke even, depending on which side you play. Uh, we uh, love Miami, so we won with Milwaukee as the opposite pick. We lost with Portland. Uh, won with the Islanders. Lost with Las Vegas. Boy, I did love Minnesota. We should have put Minnesota in our uh, pyramid play. You know, we, we generally have uh, an underdog pyramid play. Or not a pyramid play, but uh, the uh, the six club parlay. And uh, we did we did the WNBA one instead. We don't want to have three. Although you could have three. You get a four or five. You get as many as you want. You know, we could have done that really. So, but had we done uh, underdog one, Minnesota would have been the one. That would have been nice to have a nice fat plus one sixty five winner on our slate. But uh, opposite pick anyway. Stay focused. Uh, lost with Las Vegas. Florida pick them against Tampa Bay was a winner, and then uh, Toronto on the diamond against Tampa Bay that was a loser. So. Three and three overall with the opposite picks yesterday, bringing our yearly total to uh, two sixty four up and two forty five down. So two sixty four and two forty five with three pushes. Uh, last week we went seventeen nine and one. I don't count the vigs and all this. It, it to be too confusing. Uh, maybe next time. And, and people have asked like, how long is this going to go? We'll probably reshuffle it all at the start of football season. I think that's what we'll go. We'll go a full calendar year. I think we started last NFL season, 
and college football season. So we'll, we'll that's when we'll see how we do for the entire year, and then we'll, uh, like I said, reshuffle the deck and, and go from there. One little thing I forgot to add uh, with the uh, our pyramid plays, we're going to go over um, 24 and a half points Anthony Davis tonight in the Laker game. Why? Remember, he took the blame for game one, said he didn't play well. I'd be real surprised if he didn't get 25 points. Um, you know, the, the points rebounds might not be a bad way to go as well. You know, whenever a player, and he's obviously pretty good, obviously, um, and, and maybe even alternative. Uh, let me see where his alternative numbers are. AD. You could get him at, um, let's see. They got all the, the smaller ones. Over his regular number is 24 and a half. You could get him at over 27 and a half at plus 168. You think he's going to hit 30 points? You get plus 250. Um, I wouldn't go much higher than that, but I think he's going to have a big game. Uh, some of the alternative numbers that FanDuel likes to put out there, I do like those. Uh, they, that's a. Uh, well, if he really, you know, like Lillard last night had 42. I bet his prop total was right around 30, 32 or so. I mean, if you had him pay for a 40-point game, you probably got like 4-1 to one on that. They give you some halfway decent uh, numbers uh, on that. So, um, but I do like the over just because of what I said. You know, if he took umbrage with the loss and said it's his fault, you would think he would have a monster game. And uh, Phoenix, you know, is Aiton going to stop him? I, I don't think so. Uh, so I'll, I'll take my chances. He gets the over 24 and a half uh, points. That's our uh, our NBA best prop play. So we got over Chicago, Atlanta in the one club parlay. And then we got the Lakers and uh, parlay number 29. And I'll post that stuff on the website as well. You got your shots on goal, guys, tonight. Over Carolina, Dougie Hamilton, three. Over Montreal, Tyler Toffoli, two and a half. Last chance for him. He's got kind of killed us, uh, getting only two shots on goal in the first three games of this series. We're going to give him one more crack at it. And then we got uh, over Austin Matthews. His number is four again. He had six last night. He's had eight, four, and six in the first three games of the series. No reason to think he won't get at least four uh, later on tonight. So abbreviated schedule in the uh, National Hockey League world. See, the CEO of PGA of America apologized yesterday. Must be listening to our show for the poor uh, crowd control after that 18-hole debacle and which uh, Brooks Kepka and Mixelson really both complained about it afterwards. Uh, he apologized, saying they should have had better control, blah, 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 blah. So that that's okay. You know what? They, at, at least they acknowledged it. Uh, we ripped them for it for a day. We all thought, or at least I did anyway, I won't speak for everyone else, I, I thought it was idiotic to have all those fans on the course. I, I told you that that's stupid. You don't see it in baseball. You don't see it you know, until the end of the game anyway, not while the game's in progress. And again, that 18th hole, that, that was not over. That that wasn't over by a long shot. And then you got thousands of people lining the course. You know, it's hard enough for these guys teeing off with these people literally 10 feet away from them. I, I don't know how they do that. Um, but to have the people just crowding them while they're getting ready for shots like that, that was just, that was an embarrassment to golf and in the dope on CBS. Oh, what an iconic moment. No, it wasn't. It was stupid. Um, so at least he came out and, and apologized yesterday. That, that's all you can really ask for at that point. How about Taylor Lewan? Eh, interesting, huh? You know, he, he's at the pitch of the Nashville Predators game. Did you see that the other day? And he's with his daughter, who's, I, I don't know, uh, two years old, maybe. 
Um, you know, I couldn't be much older than that, right? So, I don't know. It's it's like the end thing now. These NFL players, um, you know, are, love to go to these hockey games. So he's there. You know, they show him on the uh, the, the the camera there, and uh, he's there. He's calm. He's cool. He picks up his daughter and shows them to the crowd. They cheer, and I don't know. Nashville must have scored or something, and someone you know douses him with beer. And I suppose he could have just beat the snot out of him. But instead, um, you know, he ends up drinking some beers and then he drinks some more beers. And then he does a beer bong off a fish. (laughs) You heard that right. Somehow or another, someone snuck in. I don't know. This was about a four foot long, seriously, three to four foot long fish. Um, And they're pouring the beer on the side of the fish into his mouth. He's being, you know, just doused with beer, and he's smashing beer cans against his head, and he's he's trying to drink the beer. You know, he's guzzling and the beer bongs and everything. And I, I only bring it up only because it's great that he's having a good time. But one, he's with his two-year-old daughter. Two, this is the same guy that was crying on camera last year because he unwillingly took steroids. Remember that little thing? So let me just get this straight, Taylor. I just want to set this up. So you're willing to go to a game, a hockey game, with your two-year-old daughter, act like a buffoon, slam beer after beer, do beer bongs, you know, basically drown yourself in beers, act like a bozo with your two-year-old daughter. You're willing to do that, but, oh, you would never take steroids. No, 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 of course not. Of course not. No. Okay. Gotcha. Um. Clay Thompson uh, might not be ready for the start of next season, says uh, Warriors GM Bob Myers. Donovan Mitchell expected to play tomorrow night against Memphis. A lot going on with that situation. Apparently, he's not too happy uh, that he didn't play in game one. And then, of course, the NBA yesterday issued a statement explaining why LeBron James was able to play in game one despite going to an event. And they said that uh, vaccinated players are permitted to take part in such events, which is interesting because LeBron never said he was vaccinated. Never did, because that's not the in thing to do. But LeBron proven to be a little bit of a phony again. How about that? All right, we'll close up shop next. Opposite Pick Sports Good Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Let's check out the uh, poll question one more time. Where should Julio Jones be traded? And uh, right now, by the way, FanDuel does not have a Julio Jones trade. That's always kind of like the mark of like how good, how big, how popular you are, right? You know, if, if they put up a poll, like if the Green Bay Packers 
announced, okay, we are trading Aaron Rodgers. Uh, it would take five seconds for FanDuel to post a number uh, on where you know he's going to be traded, right? Uh, but uh, unfortunately for Julio, you don't quite fall to that category, brother. But, uh, you know, nice try. So where should, though, he be traded? Right now, we put up a poll question with Green Bay, Miami, Seattle, and the proverbial other, and uh, other getting 41% of the vote, almost 42%. Uh, Seattle, uh, Green Bay getting 31%, Miami 13 and Seattle 13%. So go to your Ops of Picks feed, get your vote in, and we'll update that uh, tomorrow morning um, before we uh, do our new poll. But it is interesting. A lot of New York Jet fans, uh, that's just because we have a lot of New Yorkers listening, I suppose, but uh, a lot of New York Jet uh, folks put out there uh, for them. You got a couple of New England Patriots. You got an Oakland Raider, a major Neil put the Raiders. Big Al on the prowl says the Jets. I don't think I, he doesn't fit with the Jets. He does, though, as Steven said, the Chargers. That's not bad. You know, the Chargers, you want to get the Bobby Bear Jr., a big-time, big-time, big-time wide receiver. Um, that's not bad. Bobby uh, Harrell said the Colts, mm, that's that, That's pretty good with, with Wentz there. Um, put him next to T.Y. Hilton. Uh, you know, that, that would be okay. I still think, you know, the underdog pick would be Jacksonville. I tell you what, again, you put him on that team, you got Chark. Uh, you got uh, ATN in the backfield. You got uh, Jones in the backfield. That would be a pretty good, you know, you know, along with the Trevor Lawrence. That would be a halfway decent team. It really would right away, but won't happen. But I'm telling you, if I'm the Falcons, I'm asking for two first-round picks. Forget one. Good job by everyone. We'll do it all again tomorrow right here. Sports Good Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204. Enjoy your Tuesday. Non-stop live eyes, lines, matchups, injury reports, and news you can use.